United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Mona Yakubian is Senior Advisor for Syria, the Middle East, and North Africa and uh, at the United States Institute of Peace, here to discuss the 12-year anniversary of the conflict in Syria, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, March 15. Mona, welcome back. Thank you, Julie. Wow. So Syria at a stalemate. What a grim situation, and it just endures. Oh, grim is the word. I mean, this is a country... Uh, that is fractured, impoverished, with the Assad regime still very much entrenched in power. It's a regime that's marked by extraordinary brutality, systematic atrocities. Freedom House just ranked it the worst in the region, among the worst in the world. And unfortunately, efforts you know, to negotiate a political settle- settlement, they've been stalled for years, and humanitarian suffering is at an all-time high. Complicated by the fact that, what, five different countries are involved in Syria right now? Yeah, I think, Julie, it's not an exaggeration to say this is perhaps one of the most complex conflict arenas in the world. Um, While large scale uh, offensives are no longer happening, you still have all kinds of battles being waged inside Syria. Israel, for example, uh, just uh, supposedly reportedly undertook some strikes in Western Syria just just over the weekend. Why? You know, Israel is looking out for its interests. It's going after any sorts of Iranian targets that are in Syria. And so we saw strikes over the weekend in Western Syria. The Aleppo airport was struck last week and closed down for a few days. Uh, There's a shadow war going on in Syria between Israel and Iran. But day to day, Mona, uh, the people aren't living. It's not like Ukraine, is it? It's just it, uh, devastating hardship, but I, but not like open fighting in the streets. It's not open fighting in the streets, Julie. That is true. But if you look at the level of humanitarian suffering, people living, 90 percent of Syrians live below the poverty line, uh, record levels of food insecurity, an economy that is essentially collapsing. And let's not forget, of course, last month's earthquake in which some six, seven thousand Syrians perished. Um, the U.N. estimates that over five million Syrians are now homeless as a result of the earthquake. That's on top of, again, more than a decade of, of conflict and destruction. And Mona, what is the U.S. presence in Syria? What does that look like now? The U.S. maintains a small footprint presence in northeast Syria of about 900 forces on the ground. This is part of the the campaign to uh, defeat ISIS. Uh, Let's not forget that. Now, ISIS, of course, was territorially defeated, but ISIS maintains a presence in Syria, northeast Syria and Iraq. And so the U.S. is there. Uh, to ensure against a resurgence of ISIS. Um, Also of note, um, various countries moving to North, they're like, well, Assad's here to stay. We might as well like reopen relations with him. It's in our interest to do so. Uh, Is it though? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, I think you're right. I think countries in the region 
have made the calculation that he's here, at least for the foreseeable future. And so some are doing it to perhaps counter Iranian influences. As we mentioned, Iran, of course, has a presence in Syria. Others are doing it because they're looking to see if there can be some economic benefits to be gained by reopening borders and reestablishing trade. And so you've seen really over the last few years this growing momentum toward normalization. Um, that, that trend was accelerated by the earthquake where you had Assad getting this sort of bump in, in earthquake diplomacy with foreign ministers, three foreign ministers visiting Damascus just days after the earthquake. And Mona, what is Iran, what are they trying to do in Syria? What is, what is their end game? Well, I think Iran is looking to project influence into Syria. Of course, it has ties to the Lebanese Shiite militia Hezbollah in, in neighboring Lebanon. Uh, so Iran, I think, sees Syria as an important uh, beachhead for its presence and influence in the heart of the Middle East. Well, and it also seems something vulnerable it can, like, seize upon, it would seem to me. Sure. I mean, absolutely. Exploiting uh, the chaos and, and a weak weak, weak regime in, in Damascus. Of course, that's how Iran came in in such a notable way to begin with, was to support and prop up the Assad regime. And Assad has been making moves, uh, traveling around, acting as if... Right. Acting as if he's, you know, back in in the swing of things, back into the region. He visited Oman uh, at the end of February. And I think that the real question to watch is, will Syria be readmitted to the Arab League? Saudi Arabia is going to be hosting the Arab League later this year. And the Saudis have already started to make noises that perhaps it might be time to readmit Syria, uh, which would really sort of bring the country full circle, quite frankly, from the beginning of this horrific conflict. Wow. And yet the people's lives are still in abject misery. Right. I mean, again, when when you when it's a fractured and fragmented country in which uh, there's really, again, no political settlement on the horizon. uh, And unfortunately, very little hope, I think, for for Syrians, uh, for any sort of level of peace and stability. Mona Yakubian, Senior Advisor for Syria, Middle East, and North Africa at the United States Institute of Peace. Mona, thank you so much. Thank you, Joy. Good to talk. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.